0: And tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. Welcome to a very special episode of the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. Holy cow. I've been doing some reviews of the latest research. As you all know, I am a nerd. I'm a proud nerd. Where are my proud nerds at? I love to read. I love research. I love reading attachment theory research. That's my favorite thing. And I have been reading some articles about all the things that your attachment style impacts. I just started asking myself, I wonder... What happens with quality of life, marital satisfaction, ability to overcome challenges and resilience? I just wanted to start understanding. The relationship of your attachment style and how it impacts all these other areas of life I was even looking into work satisfaction, career satisfaction. So I took the most important findings from this research, and I'm going to put it into this episode. So you don't want to miss this. We're going to look at attachment style and marital satisfaction. Uh, we'll we'll look at it in a few other ways as well. Um One thing I just want you to realize, like I feel like I have to say this. I know you've heard me say it before, but I'm going to say it again. Your attachment style is not set in stone. The old research on attachment theory would say, whatever your attachment style is, that's what it's going to be. And I have so much evidence contrary to that. The more and more work I do, the more and more clients we help. I need you to get that you can always move towards a secure attachment style. You always have the ability to do that healing work, to become securely attached. And I base all my work on that. I am living, breathing proof of that as someone who experienced disorganized attachment. And now I show up in a securely attached place. The majority of the time, I have an incredible, healthy relationship. And not only that, I'm securely attached in all the other areas of life. So I just need you to know that your attachment style is not set in stone. Okay. I need to give you that hope. Um, and speaking of that, uh, you've probably heard me mention this. I'm going to mention it again. I'm hosting a live event. It is a three-day challenge. I only do this once a year. It is called Move to Secure Attachment 3-Day Challenge. And I'm going to be giving you live coaching It's absolutely free. You have no excuses not to come. We are already over 65% full as I'm recording this. So it's probably even more now. And we do have to cap it because it's going to be live on Zoom and we only have a certain number of spots. So if you're interested in becoming securely attached, if you know you need support, this challenge is a wonderful place to start. You're going to get so much value out of it. You're going to learn a lot about yourself, about your attachment style. I don't want you to miss it. I'll put the link in the show notes. So register. This is one of the last days to register. We start on the 20th. So this is one of your last opportunities. Don't miss it. Okay. Now to the juicy research, y'all. I am so excited about this. Okay. I actually wanted to read you this definition of what your attachment style is. Because I, I just love this definition. I found this in one of the articles. Um, And I I really like the wording. So I'm going to share with you this definition first. Okay. An attachment style refers to the relational behaviors that occur between individuals and their primary caregivers to get their basic needs met initially, and then to develop a schema or response set for interacting with the world and others around them. So even in that definition, we go, okay, so initially from birth, we realize that our attachment style is formed out of getting our basic needs met, which by the way, includes connection. Connection is a basic human need. It is a relational need. We need to connect as humans. It's not just food and water and shelter. It's also connection, right? So that's where it starts out initially. And then it develops into a schema or response set. So what does that mean? That means Your ways of being in relationships. It means your go to responses to things that occur within relationships. I like to think of it as your relationship tool belt, right? Like you've got your tool belt, and some of you, you know, we only have like a hammer. That's how we know how to respond. Um, So your schema or your response set for interacting with the world and others. Isn't that fascinating? It's not just Relationships. It's our interactions with the world and, and we ha- what we believe about the world. And I'm going to continue now with this definition because this is fascinating to me. So it goes on to say the development of attachment styles has been described as a womb for the psychological birth of the infant. And then, and it's necessary for the health of a child. It goes on, it says, in fact, attachment is considered a system referring to the innate human ability to establish significant emotional and strong relationships with one's caregivers. The relationship is established between the child and the mother or primary caregiver who regularly and truly interacts with him or her with the aim to achieve a sense of security and support with an attachment figure. Mary Ainsworth and her associates experimentally defined subgroupings of attachment relationships. And the ones that they listed here are anxious, avoidant, secure, and preoccupied, aka disorganized, leading to four attachment styles. Whoa, you all know this, like everything I just said is stuff we've already talked about on the podcast. But maybe some of you are new to the show, or you just haven't thought about attachment theory for a while. And I hope that definition really landed with you. I know it does for me, right? Um, That we're developing this in childhood. And the aim is to achieve a sense of security and support with an attachment figure. And what we realize is so many of us developed unhelpful ways of being or unhelpful response sets in order to develop connection with a caregiver. Because you don't have a choice. Okay, I don't know about you, but we're not in diapers, able to articulate that we don't like the way that our needs are getting met. You don't have a choice there. Your parent is your parent. So you have to develop ways of being that allow you to be connected to your parent, right? Um, So moving on, now that we have that working definition of attachment theory, we've kind of reviewed it. I already want you thinking about, well, how does my attachment style impact my overall happiness? How does it impact my work? How does it impact all areas of life? And we're going to get into it. Based on research. So, the first research I want to talk to you about is looking at the relationship between attachment style and marital satisfaction. Okay. Here's what we know (laughs) I'm going to read this to you. Ratings of secure attachment are significantly and positively correlated with higher levels of marital satisfaction. Whereas avoidant and anxious attachment have significant inverse relations with marital satisfaction. Okay, so we know that secure attachment is associated with higher levels of marital satisfaction. And then we know that anxious and avoidant attachment styles are associated with lower levels of marital satisfaction. And these findings are consistent with many other findings. And now here's where this study gets pretty juicy. So think about this. It's talking about psychological distress and marital satisfaction and attachment style. Here's what we know. With secure attachment, having psychological distress, which let's just talk about what is psychological distress. That could be a move across the country. That could be job loss. That could be losing a parent. That could be Challenges that come up at work, right? Like psychological distress, going through difficult times, which, okay, if you're on planet Earth and you are a human, you are going to go through difficult times while you're in a relationship, right? Like in a marriage. Um, That's just part of what it is to be human. Guess what they found? Secure attachment was a protective factor when there was psychological distress in a marriage. So, with secure attachment, psychological distress had way less impact on marital satisfaction. And guess what the other findings are? This is so fascinating to me. Okay, this is I I love this. I think you already know where this is going. With anxious, avoidant, or disorganized attachment, psychological distress led to much lower levels of marital satisfaction. So there was not that protective factor of secure attachment. So what does this tell us? I mean, I don't know about you, but I think about people I know in my world who are going through divorces or separating. And a lot of times they'll say, well, they lost their job or they got really sick or God forbid. And this one breaks my heart. God forbid people lost a child and they were married probably the worst, the worst, one of the worst psychological distress things that you can have. And the couples who don't have secure attachment go through psychological distress. And then a lot of them don't make it out the other side. And what happens is they'll blame the thing. They'll blame the stressor. They'll blame the finances even. They'll blame Um, whatever, whatever. They'll blame the health issues, the job loss, whatever it is. When in reality, at the core, we know your attachment style, the the attachment system of the relationship, which hopefully you've co-created a securely attached relationship, right? We know that that is actually at the root. I don't know about you guys, but to me as I work with couples and I work with so many women who are either in marriages or they are looking to build a healthy, secure marriage, it really brings me back to the foundational piece of when you work on your attachment style, when you work on the attachment system of the couple, and you focus on how do we create secure attachment You are focusing on the most important thing for long term marital satisfaction and marital health. In case you didn't know, or if you've been hiding under a rock, this is a big week, okay? I am hosting an event that I only host once a year. It is the three day move to secure attachment challenge. It's completely free. This is live coaching with me. I'm going to help you understand your dating patterns and cycles and also release your past. And we'll be rewiring your brain for a healthy relationship. And then I'm also going to help you learn how to move to secure attachment so that you can attract the relationship you've always wanted. So this is three value-packed days. The spots are almost gone. I know we're over 65% full, and it is live on Zoom. So once the spots fill up, they're gone. If you know you want to embody secure attachment, you want to be able to have a healthy relationship? Do not miss this. I'll put the link to register in today's episode show notes. It's also in my Instagram bio, and I'm on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Coaching. I cannot wait to be there live with you. You will get to ask your specific questions. There will be some Q and A. And mostly, you are just going to get live direct coaching from me that you just can't get anywhere else. So I want you to take advantage of this. You deserve to work on your healing and becoming securely attached. I can't wait to see you there this Wednesday. Okay, make sure you're there. It is also just so you know the time. It's happening at 5 o'clock Mountain Time. That's 7 o'clock Eastern and 4 o'clock Pacific. And it'll be anywhere from probably 45 minutes to an hour max, three days in a row, the 20th, the 21st, the 22nd. So put it on your calendars. Can't wait to see you there. It's going to be so much value. And of course, we're going to have some fun too. All right. I'll see you there. We can do all these other things because I want to talk about another research study that also backs this up. Are you ready? Okay. I'm going to further prove my point. The other research that I looked at, and this one's really interesting, was looking at attachment style and lifestyle. So lifestyle can be defined as how people live their life. Um, Lifestyle comes down to the way that people pursue goals, the things that are important value systems, right? Like we think about um, people who have an active, fit, healthy lifestyle. They prioritize going to the gym. People who have a very... um, This relates to finances. Maybe you have a very luxurious lifestyle. You're bougie. So lifestyle is that. How you live your life, how you go after goals, where your values and your priorities are. Okay, And I think as a society, we tend to equate a lot of relationship satisfaction with lifestyle factors we're looking at lifestyle factors and we think, oh, I just want someone who has a lifestyle like me. Well, let's look at what the research says about marital satisfaction when it comes to lifestyle versus attachment style. Okay. So I get so excited about this. (laughs) Here's the results. Here's the results. The results showed that The early relationship within the family environment supports a certain attachment style and the effects of insecure styles affect the relationship of the couple in adulthood. And the effect of the individual's attachment styles was found to be far greater, far greater than that of lifestyle. So once again, attachment style is at the root of overall interpersonal relationship health and satisfaction. And if you looked at the details of this study, you would see that lifestyle was actually almost statistically insignificant, meaning that it barely it was barely shown to have any influence, whereas attachment style made up for a large percentage of the variance in the findings. So, All of this to say, your attachment style has a huge impact on your relationship health. And if you're anything like me 10 years ago, that can feel kind of overwhelming. Like, younger Morgan hearing that would be like, oh shit, what do I have to do? Like, is there any hope? I feel kind of hopeless about this. (laughs) How do I change my attachment style? But obviously, Dr. Morgan today, I want you to take this information and I actually want you to feel empowered because you need to know that you can always learn to spend more and more time in secure attachment. And I was talking with one of my clients the other day about this. And she was like, is there any hope for me? Someone who's had disorganized attachment her entire life and she's in her 40s. She's like, is there any hope for me? And I get to confidently say, yes, there is. Because I've seen it hundreds of times now where no matter what your past is, no matter what your current attachment style is, you can move towards secure attachment. And the way I explained it to her was that there's all this rewiring we have to do in the brain, right? Like right now, your current attachment style That is like your brain's go-to neural pathways, your go-to responses to relationship triggers or things that happen in relationships. Your brain has a neural pathway, ways of being that it just says, yep, that's how we respond, right? Well, what's happening, the work that we do inside of the Empowered Secure Love Program Um, is we're building new neural pathways. I kind of think of it this way, okay? Like you have the highway here near me, it's Highway 90 or Interstate 90. And you have it and you can go 80 miles an hour. That's like the neural pathway that your brain is so accustomed to. You just hop on that highway, don't even think about it, right? When we're building new neural pathways, aka you learning how to respond as the securely attached version of you when we're building that it's like you are out there digging the groundwork this is a dirt road it's new We haven't laid we have not laid down the concrete or what whatever the heck asphalt of like what what are roads made out of asphalt we haven't laid it down it is a dirt road maybe it's a gravel road and right now, You're having to learn, you're learning new ways of being of what does that pathway look like, developing that securely attached identity, and then learning to choose that road, AKA that response, instead of the automatic response, right? So instead of the reaction, the unconscious compulsion reaction, we're learning to intentionally choose the response. Of the securely attached self and that's what i help people do and that's what i learned to do and it took a lot of time and resources and a lot of experimenting and um really kind being kind to myself um and then that's obviously what i've developed into the program um learning how to do that does take time you are you're digging that new road And it's really helpful when you have a framework and you have a proven framework. And it's really helpful when you're not doing it alone, honestly. Um, But here's, here's what I want you to know. Another pro tip. At first, that road is bumpy, right? Like it's new. It doesn't feel great. And maybe at first, you're just spending 30 minutes a day as the securely attached version of you maybe one out of 15 times you respond in a securely attached way. And that's all that's happening at first. And during that time, it'd be easy to beat yourself up. It'd be easy to go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I still am anxious about X, Y, Z, right? The goal is to have compassion And then slowly over time, you are spending more and more time as the securely attached version of you. So maybe you get up to two hours a day, then it's three, then it's five. And then over time, especially as, and this is psychology of of learning, right? Especially as you get more and more rewards for the securely attached way of being. So You feel good in relationships, people hear you, you get your needs met, you're getting more and more rewards over time. Guess what? That neural pathway gets stronger. That starts to become the road that your brain chooses when faced with relationship triggers, right? So over time, it just becomes easier and easier, and you can choose the securely attached you. And where does it all start? Because some of you are like, where does this all start? Well, first off, you should just come to the challenge because we're going to go into this deeper. But it starts with awareness. And for those of you, if you're new to attachment theory, um, you might like my book, Love Magnet. And you also might like the attachment style quiz where we'll tell you what percentage of each attachment style that you have. And that's in my Instagram bio in my links there. There's an attachment style quiz. Um, so it starts with the awareness. What is your attachment style? Where did it come from? Like that is point A. We have to start there. And then when we have awareness, when we see the patterns, then we can have compassion. Then we can release old ways of being. Then we can learn a new way of being. I think sometimes people are like, oh, just give me all the affirmations or let me just understand secure attachment and I'm just going to go do it. We have to really clear the old pathway first. We have to learn why that neural pathway is not serving us. And we have to have compassion for it and forgiveness for showing up that way before we can choose a new pathway, a new response. So that's why understanding, compassion, release the old ways of being, and then we're rewiring your brain with new ways of being. Okay. So I hope this episode was really helpful to you. I hope you enjoyed the research and my expertise on how we move you to secure attachment. I hope that was enjoyable. I appreciate you for being part of this community, for being one of the people that wants to be better. I think people... Don't realize how rare that is. So I just want you to know you're tuning in, you're listening, your desire to heal, your desire to become securely attached is rare. And not only is it rare, it has the potential to completely change your life, the lives of people around you, and the future generations to come. So by you choosing to do this work, choosing to learn this, desiring to become securely attached you don't even know how big of an impact that's making and just how brave you are for being willing to explore it and learn and and be better and do things differently. So I applaud you. I am always cheering you on. I hope I see you for the challenge on Wednesday. Um, And of course, I'll put the link for the challenge in the show notes. And I am just, as always, forever and always, as you know, I'm wishing you all high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan coaching. And it would really mean the world to me. If you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes, this podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships Thank you for being part of this community.